How many mics do we? Government, the other day. Write it away, write it away. Getting funky on the mic like an old batch of cops. my mind can't remember how many asteroids. Rap is still an art, and no one's from the old school. Cause rap is still a brand new tool, I say no. Yeah, yeah, once again, this is uh, the same old new school on Vocalo. I am one of your hosts, Idris Goodwin. And I am your other host, Kevin Koval. You know, we birthed this show earlier this year. I think it was around April, something like that. And uh, what a time to do it. You know, the pandemics actually were the kind of the catalyst for this. We've been talking about doing a show together for a long time, have we not? And what a roller coaster. I mean, you know, aside from just the political and sociopolitical circus and tragedy that is America, it has been a tremendous year for music in general and especially for hip hop music um, and associated genres. And so with that, this episode is our like best of 2020. Yeah, man. And we've talked about it on the show a bunch. And I'm interested in exploring even more reasons about why. But I think both of us have said that this year has been particularly spectacular for the record. You know, it's all about making the great album. And there were some great albums this year uh, that we'll get into. And it's it's been hard. I don't know about for you, but like it's been hard to whittle it down to just five because it was so much great, great music. Yeah, I I agree. It It was also a lot of fun. And, you know, one of the things that I do every month is I make a playlist of new tracks that come out every month. And so I have like my breadcrumbs that I get to go back through to Mm -hmm, and just mm -hmm. kind of refresh my memory. And so it was also nice to because those playlists then will be compiled together for my best of 2020. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, yeah, it's hard. It's hard. So I guess, you know, I mean, I think it's so hard that actually we're each going to do with like our top five albums Mm -hmm. of the year in no particular order. No particular Um, order. But it was so hard that we could, (laughs) we could, we do have some honorable mentions. Let's just get those out of the way. Let's just acknowledge the honorable mentions out of the way. Why don't you go first? You you do yours first. Some of the albums we talked about on the show and one of the crews that I'm really happy that we talked about and that we found out about this year is that Blimes and Gab record. Talk about mm-hmm. it. There's a party tonight. I think we should link up. Let me know if you You know, the two like, you know, gargantuan, like like very, very dope women who rap. In addition, it could have made my top five, but it's more of an EP than an LP. Right. So Chica's Industry Games yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. is also, um, mm-hmm. particularly the title track, Industry mm-hmm. Games. I'm so excited for what will come for, from her career. The homie, you know, Chicago MC Roy Kinsey's A Memoir. Breaky master burst to tears soon as I laid on table. It's a beautiful, thoughtful, like, you know, great record. A crew that I know both of us like a lot, the hip-hop duo Mother Nature's Portals. And then finally, uh, Kaz, Descendants of Cain. Love things I should have lusted. I rushed it, snubbed things I should have trusted. You know, Brooklyn-based, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. One, of, one of my favorite lyricists, one of my favorite writers just yeah. of this moment. Mm-hmm. And, and Descendants of Cain is a, is a very special and dark record. Yes. Yes, yeah. so those are my those, those are my honorable mentions. You? I had quite a few. I mean, this one almost, like, almost made it on my top five. And it might be in yours or Open Mike Eagles, Anime, Trauma, and Divorce. Took a bad fall, bad fall, but we had up in the land on it's a great album and it almost made it on my top five. Probably the only reason it didn't is I just haven't listened to it 
as much as some of these other ones. And that was a criteria for me is like, do like, do I listen to it at least once or twice, you know, once yep. a week yep. uh, since it's come out. Innocent Country 2, which is Quelle Chris. Stepped out like Scooby-Doo in the game. With a sack of trees. Has he's having just a big the crew that he's with, that mellow yeah. music crew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are just making some great, great records. Just, yeah. you know. Yeah, they're, they're Innocent incredible. Country too. Yeah, I, I love Quelle Chris. You know, Rico Nasty's album, which we talked about yeah, last episode, was just dope just because that some, some of those songs just dominated my my brain for like a week. And then, you know, John Doe had a great album. I really yeah. enjoyed some of those joints. And Britney Carter's album, As I Am, you know, we talked yeah. about on the show. I love Elzai uh, had a new record out, uh, Seven Times Down Eight. I just following up now, I'm in the zone. Sometimes I write inside my head and leave my pencil in my pen alone. Oh, and then this is like probably my biggest honorable mention is Michael Rappaport's Instagram page. Like, <laughs> seriously, like the whole year, man, of just consistent quality, entertaining, and the level of of trash talk that he was doing. He's he's worked it, mastered it to such an art. It's it's on the level of like Ice Cube in the nineties. You oh, know, wow. like that's okay. really what he's doing, though. It's like All he's right. just I gotta, I gotta consistently just hammering away at you know not just the, I mean mostly the Trump administration, but also like you know things that were happening you know with with Black Lives Matter and with you know with other issues and just uh just consistently and always like artfully artful profanity so shout out my report. that's my honorable mention all right that's, that's out it. of the way wow okay down all to right the down and dirty yeah real nitty-gritty yeah and i think part of it is that you know people you know when they have time on their hands you know artists are going to do good work yeah and because folks can't run around i think like all the attention that is on the meticulousness of these records that mm-hmm. i think we love this year including the honorable mentions inclu- including stuff that we're we're not even going to mention i just think right. i think people have been paying attention to their craft and i, I think we see that in these records you want to go you want to go first we're going to trade off right yeah we're going to trade off we're going to trade off oh real quick sorry before we start you <clears throat> i just will all i cannot forget that this year you hipped me to polo g and his album the goat so that's another quick honorable mention. Or, okay, um, that's you know that's that's on my list. So should we should we actually start perfect. there? Hey, start with yeah, that, bro. Yeah, let's start there. So yeah, so this is one of my favorite records of the year. You know, Chicago Spitter, Polo G, his his record, The Goat. You know, I think that for me, like this is the best of you know like what was called at one point reality rap. You know that people attributed to from Schooly D to Public Enemy to what people misnamed as gangster rap or whatever coming from yes. the West Coast, yeah. but articulated through like a real Chicago perspective. In some ways, I might even think that this is the fruition of what Drill in the last decade was doing. This is the fruition of some of that, almost like a Drill pop record because Polo yeah. G is so skilled at making undeniably melodic hooks. Yeah. And then inside of these verses is just filled with bars and realism. And yeah. so, you know, I think that if you want to know what's happening in the minds of young people in particular neighborhoods in Chicago and beyond, this is a real painful 
and beautiful insight into what's happening. And, and, you know, particularly like there's, you know, the song, don't believe the hype right out the gate. He says, I got a problem. It's no problem. My little brother going to get him before he hopped off that porch. We always knew he had it in him. I got a problem. It's no problem. My little brother going to get him before he hopped up off that porch. We always knew it was in him. And he goes on, of course he has a, you know, he has a, there's two tracks on this record. He has uh, one with, um, you know, RIP to Juice World who passed just before in December of 19. And then he also has a track with Pop Smoke. And, you know, I'm kind of sneaking them in, but Juice World's project and Pop Smoke's project, Juice World's Legends Never Die, which is like an emo hop record, and Pop Smoke's uh, Shoot for the Stars, Aim for the Moon, are also probably like some of the best records of of 2020. And, mm. you know, particularly Pop Smoke's Dior, mm. yeah. which became kind of an anthem. It's a banger, but like in the intersectional space that is, you know, the BLM movement, that Dior could become like an anthem, I think yeah. is so interesting. And yeah. of course, those two artists will, will be missed. But yeah, man, Polo G is that guy for me, you know? Yeah, I mean, I'll say this, man, you you definitely, I'm, you know, my eyes were opened, you know, I think, you know, this is an artist who I just ignorantly kind of just threw in with a generation of, of people, you know, and, uh, and he's a real spitter, man, like a yeah. real MC. So yeah, yeah he, so he almost made it on the list. It's just that I just didn't listen to the album as many times as I listened to some of these other ones, but yeah, no, I, I I'm glad you brought him up and I'm glad he made your list. Cause I, I think he's, I'm excited to hear more from him. Yeah, me too. All right. Um, so let's, yeah. My number one is uh, Black Thoughts, uh, Stream of Thought, Volume 3, Kane and Abel. Downtown for the wind, whoa. Sean C for the tempo. Poor chickle for the intro. This is Article Don Disco from the one choir. Calling shots like an umpire where I live, yo, man. I done lost Matt Kimfo over gunfire through the window. Obviously, uh, an enormous Black Thought fan, an enormous Roots fan, but huge fan, you know, of his funk flex freestyle, of his and the uh, previous Streams of Thought projects and i just think with this one he really sort of took the the series to the next level it's it's a very balanced album very conceptually strong and i could feel some i mean you know he's that good so it's like wow if you're black thought where do you go from there and you could feel him you know really trying to restrain and, and explore some different chambers some different different topics and there's like some bursts of like hardcore realism but then bursts of positivity with some of the production with portugal the man and and uh, different producers like that so that one definitely made it on oh i i love that record you know and we've talked about it on the show i cheated throughout this list by the way and so black thought is in a tie for my last spot on the top five nice. and i agree that this album is really like a like a, a volume that should be read in a canon of, you know, African-American literature, because mm -hmm. it's also like a sweeping analysis of that canon, of, yeah, of a reclamation right. of a canon. And just his, his bars are incredible. So for me, like my kind of last spot, I split between Black Thought, who I think right now is the best rapper alive. Yeah. And Freddie Gibbs and Alchemist yeah, Project nice. Alfredo. I think Freddie Gibbs, in my estimation, is kind of one of the most interesting rapper alive yeah. in, in terms of his flow and cadence. A real bluesman, you know, yeah. someone who's coming from, you know, Gary, Indiana, yeah. Midwest is very yeah. much in the building. And just all of the patterns and melodies yeah. that he's yeah. able to conjure that are unlike anything 
that I think we have heard. You will hear yeah. a completely unique voice. And this particular project with Alchemist, the Alfredo project, is is very special. So th- those that occupies one space on my top. I think five. that's fair. I think that's fair. Yeah, I, I didn't pit Alfredo on mine just because I'm just like, you know, Gibbs is so consistent and so strong. And, you know, I loved Bandana. I loved uh, Pinata. So, yeah, I just didn't just because I'm like, there's just get the Gibbs slot. Just the Gibbs just has his own slot. I just had to like cut certain people out just off the yeah. bat. But I'm I, glad I think he made it yours because yeah, obviously it's, it's and, well. Excellent. And there's something special that I mean. Obviously, the work he's done with Mad Lib is incredible. But there, you know, I don't know, man. Alchemist is also a very special producer, and I think Amazing. loves to hear people rap. And so the bed that he's building for Gibbs is so important because Gibbs is doing so much work in terms of melody yeah. that he needs space. Yeah, you know, exactly. and so it can't be too much on a track because right. he's doing so much, and so there is this this beautiful marriage that exists on this record, and yeah, so for me those, you know, that occupies the spot of my top five. Beautiful. All right, next up, man, this might surprise you. That uh, that Busta Rhymes album, man, Extinction Level Event Two, bro. Look at my brigade, it's about that time. Light sparkle off my jewelry, it's about that shine. Cannot really, be, cannot be frowned yeah. upon. Yes. Here, here's why, man. Yeah. You know, a lot of, you know, we, you know, we had, you know, such a great cross-generational representation this year. You know, you had like Ronda Jules and you had Polo G and you had Megan Thee Stallion and you had, you know, Rico, you know, you just had all these different artists. But in terms of like the veteran slot, it's so, so strong and there's so much work and toil that went into it. So much forethought, so much strength, like it's just undeniable. Like, you know, there was a lot of noise about like Nas's album and Jay Electronica and Jay-Z's album. But as far as like the sort of 90s school, his album was the most solid, the most impactful, the most impressive, showed the most variety of, of styles and themes and topics and content. I mean, I don't know. It's just, it's just powerful. You know, it's just like Buster Rhymes is the guy we know for Rao Rao, like a Dungeon Dragon, this kind of very intense and aggressive and intentional heavy kind of like you know style like it's all of that it's all of that so um you know and and you know he hasn't fallen off that's the thing you know like i mean busted has remained consistent for 30 years that's pretty spectacular i mean just as a feat for a person to remain dope for that period of time is almost unprecedented it's a great record and and it speaks to that you know yeah. So yeah, that's my next one. What you got? So I want to let folks know. So of course you're listening to the same old new school on Vocal Low Radio. I am one of your hosts, Kevin Koval. And I am Idris Kuma. And we are chopping it up about our top five records of 2020, a great uh, year for music as we've talked about all program long. Um, Idris, I think for me, the next record that I'll talk about is Code of the Friends, Everything is one of my favorite records of the year, particularly like it's my favorite summer record in a, mm-hmm. in a long time. Code of the Record is from Brooklyn, but I think has you know spent a ton of time in LA too. And this is a compliment, but I think he is in some ways like the best of the vibe rappers. Nice. Um, you know, meaning like there's a certain sound that like Gold Link and even Smino, and I love Smino. Mm-hmm. And Smino is occupies a different space for me in a lot of ways but coda is just like he's so smooth and there's so much youthfulness and fun on this record you know he has he's from brooklyn he has a song of course with joey badass which is great called the bqe on summertime one of my favorite tracks on the record he says i could fall in love right here i could be young right here sunshine sunshine yeah i could fall in love right here i could be young right here i could live it up like hey 
the sunlight, hey, kick it in a cut all day. Which sounds like being young, you know what I mean? Like, I just yeah. love, I love that couplet. He's got a standout record with uh, the homie Alex Bannon, who's a great young musician, R&B, soul singer called Long Beach, which is, is a favorite record. And I mean, he also collabs with Toby Lou and, and Kyle, you know, all like very kind, talented, you know, like very dope hip hoppers. Like in some ways, you know, it's a little like it's it's a very, very new school version of what the native tongues represented mm -hmm. to me. You know, this is like, you know, just left of center a little bit. You know, this crew of very talented, you know, and very dope MCs. All right. That's what's up, man. Yeah. There you have it. Beautiful analysis. I have to get hip. I'm not as hip to that album, but I got to Oh, yeah. Hip. No, I like I like it a lot. Yeah. Cool, man. Well, all right. Next up is um this group that I stumbled upon earlier this year and became obsessed with immediately. This group, this very mysterious sort of more like funk, soul, R&B, hip hop, just new black music is this group Salt, S-A-U-L-T, Salt. And the um they put out an album in the past like handful of, of months, put out an album called Seven, an album called Five, and then the latest is called Untitled. The Rise, Black Is, I want to say. And uh, just love it. Just love this crew. Very interesting. A lot of themes about, very timely themes about, you know, police brutality and um, all that, you know, sound bites, voices on here. They set it up almost like a story, like a um, concept album or something like that. And it's just been on repeat, man, since I first encountered it. And uh, they're, they're mysterious. They're interesting. And yeah, so I'm shout out Salt, whoever y'all may be. Yeah, no, that's a fantastic collective. It feels like a collective, you know, it feels like people coming together for a purpose of making like really dense, interesting, beautiful, thought provoking work. One of my top five albums of the year and maybe my album of the year is Dinner Party. Yeah, you know, concur. the collaboration. Concur. Is that that's on your list too? Concur, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, Kamasi Washington, Robert Glasper, Terrence Martin, and Ninth Wonder. Yeah. Um, I want to know what you, we talked about the record, and I want to know why it, it kind of occupies such a big space for you. It has my favorite song of the year, which is mm. Freeze Tag. Yeah. You know, where, where Felix, who is, you know, Chicago, you know, shout out Fox Valley, you know, Chicago based MC, producer, musician, singer. Beautifully, he says, they told me to get my hands up behind my head. I think they got the wrong one. I'm sick and tired of running. I've been searching where the love went. I've been looking for the dove. They told me if I move, they're going to shoot me dead. They told me put my hands up behind my head. I think they got the wrong one. I'm sick and tired of running. I've been searching where the love went. I've been looking for the dove. And they told me if I move, they're going to shoot me dead. And like it, yeah. and it comes out, you know, almost like it becomes an immediate anthem for what yeah. is happening over the yes. summer. Yeah. And it's such an easy but difficult, beautiful, amazing, futuristic kind of record, you know? Yeah. It just it rewind factor off the chart. It's everything. It's forward. It's forward facing. It's the future of black music because it's everything's on there. I mean, you listen to a, a song like The Mighty Tree, like Freeze Tag. I mean, those are straight up like hip hop joints, like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, so yeah, man, Concur, man, that album was right on time. And these are masters. These are our masters, you know, all those guys, man, those are all masters, like killers. Yes, so yeah, yeah agree, yeah. Concur. I also wonder if our next one is the same thing too. All right, yeah. I, I, uh, I feel Spillage like Village, Spillagen. 
Oh, okay. You know what? Talk about it, it because, well, you know what? And it should, it should, because it is, it is easily one of the best records, but you'll hear, once I get into my next little batch, you'll understand why. Yeah. But Spillage Village, I'll just say this much like dinner party, much like it's forward facing, like Spillage Village is like sort of, to me, the next iteration, the continuation of the dungeon family sound. It, it's sort of a, a new generation of sort of Atlanta MCs, Earth Gang, JID, that whole squad other newcomers, a lot of instrumentation, a lot of melodies, a lot of Atlanta flavor, a lot of Georgia flavor. The album's fresh and funky, it's conceptual. And um, yeah, it's just like not to be fronted upon. No, and that album also has everything on it. You know, it has, yeah. it's hip hop at its core and it has blues and it has spirituals, it's soul music, it has poems, it has jazz, it has, you know, it's a, it, I mean, we talked about it, it's a spiritual record, this record, you know, and yeah. it's, it's a very beautiful record. I thought about putting it on my list and I, I figured you would have it on yours, so yeah. I, I felt okay about leaving it off. Um, <laughs> You know, so my my final slot uh, yeah. is occupied by the three pack that Griselda put there out. There you go. There um, you so go. it is all of Benny the Butcher's Burden of Proof, Westside Guns, Who Made the Sunshine, Conway the Machines, Pray for Paris, and a little honorable mention to Armani Caesar, the you know woman rapper in the crew. Huh. Her record the liz which is mm. also great also came out in the same year and i think I, I love that you said you know that spillage village is an extension a continuation of the dungeon family for me you know i think griselda is in a continuation of wu-tang clan yeah 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 and and kind of boot camp click too yes like just right, that nice. era that mid to late 90s era of just the cruise just like Heavy crews, heavy lyricism, everyone's distinctive, you know, and they're just like a squad, you know, and they just roll up and it's like a collective sound to your point. But yeah, man, from King to a God, especially. But yeah, all of, I mean, just the way that they fed us this year. I mean, yeah, really Griselda just gets their own slot, right? Because they just fed us. There's no way you talk about 2020 without talking about Griselda. You can't, you can't. And I love that they show up for each other. I love that, that they put on for Buffalo. I love also that they do have a, you know, it's kind of unmistakable at this point that you hear you hear them you know it's a Griselda record and they've elevated you know they've done that thing where they've elevated the realism of what they're talking about to contemporary art because they're also mixing it in with all these designer references in all these references to like the MoMA and you know visual art and, and just the universe the aesthetic universe that they have built over the last you know five years or whatever it really shines on these records I think it is fair to say I misspoke I mean um, Conway's yeah from Kingdom from King to a God is probably the most realized and the most whole of these records yeah I agree but I, you know, I, Benny is my favorite, like spitter, you know, um, and you know, you don't have it without Westside. And what I, also what I love is that you know, Westside and Conway are bro, are half brothers, and Benny's their cousin, yeah. you know, and so it is a family affair. Family affair for real. Yeah. 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 Well, that, these are some solid lists, Kevin Cole. I agree, and then we'll we'll have to put these up uh, on the blog or on the website or something like that, and uh, and then you know get other people's thoughts. And uh, speaking of other people's thoughts, you know, um, this is so you know real quick. This is the same old new school. Yeah, that's what you're listening to. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Idris Goodwin. And I'm Kevin Koval. And, you know, listen, we we don't sound this good on our own. You know what I mean? Um, you know, you've heard us make reference to many times super producer Justin Mayer. And so we'd be remiss to not uh, bring our brother Justin Mayer into the mix to talk about his top five because, you know, he's the one who 
weaves the music in between our babbling mouths. So which means he listens to a, just as much as music as we listen to. So uh, without further ado, we welcome uh, super producer Justin Mayer into the mix. What's up? Man? Welcome, sir. Fellas, fellas, thank you for having me on. Oh man, I'm, we're we're excited, man. Look, you yeah, we know great. you 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 have deep crates. You know you you do a lot of listening, and so yeah, I'm, I'm, we're excited to hear what sure. you, what you think about for 2020. Sure. Yeah, it's been obviously it's been a great year for music. I think it's just been like a very dense year of lots of different records, great records, and it doesn't seem like there's one to me that like sticks out above the rest. Like a year when um, uh, To Pip a Butterfly came out, like that was like the record. But I like, I don't feel like there's that that kind of record this year. That mm. there's just so many great ones. And my list is is similar to yours quite a bit. Uh, I think a few differences, one of which, which I know is popular with a lot of people, is, is "Run the Jewels," which I think mm. is just a great, a great record. I think it shows sort of LP's production shows him at the top of his game. Like I don't think anybody sort of flips a sample like LP does. Like mm-hmm. he doesn't just loop a sample. Like he cuts it and chops it and plays with it. Like the song. Um, it's called Out of Sight. He samples an old old song from the 70s. And it's just the way you listen to, to the sample back to back with the song. And it's just the way he uses it is something else. Killer Mike, you know, talks about sort of social activities and just what he he's up against, and uh, it's just such a fantastic record. I love that record so much. And then going down, I, uh, the Spillage Village record, I think, is is something else. It's just like when I first heard that, it brought me back to the first time I heard Goody Mob, mm-hmm. and just when I heard this, I was like, "What is this?" Yeah. And and like lyrically, not necessarily speaking to, to me personally, but just I, I love the sound and I, I love I love their voices. I, I love the music and what kind of put it over the edge for me was uh, I watched that, that their Tiny Desk concert and just seeing them all together performing like, wow. Yeah. Th- like in a this church, is, right? Yeah, this is something special. I mean, you hear, <laughs> yeah, you hear the blues, you hear the yeah. church. I get up, I get up, I get up so high. Baby, if you feel me, put your hands in the sky. Yeah, yeah. You wish you were not. You were super fly. Cutie pie. I knew you. They are they are incredible. Yeah. You know, one thing that that uh, I think I have a different on on my list is uh, this group called uh, Shabaka and the Ancestors. Uh, Shabaka Hutchins is a is a saxophone player from the UK, and his band is from South Africa. And he's put out like three or four records the past couple years, all on impulse, all sort of different sounds. Mm-hmm. But this record is something else. I mean, you can hear his influences of, you know, John Coltrane and. Um, Pharaoh Sanders and Archie Shep, and then even more spiritual, like like Sunrod, and you can hear it kind of all in there. And I, I just really, really love this record. It's a deep record. It, it takes it, you have to kind of sit down and really listen to it. It just sounds it sounds wonderful. And then uh, kind of back to where we're similar here is uh, Dinner Party. Like yeah. this record is probably the record I listen to the most by yeah. far. Yeah. You know, you see the names on this record, you know, Terrace Martin and, and Robert Gasper and Kamasi Washington, and you, you hear those three names. And I was thinking, like, this is going to be this is going to be some complex music, just maybe tough to listen to at times. But I think sort of the, the ninth wonder element of it mm-hmm. kind of brings it. And it's just it's wonderfully simple yeah. using these musicians. Yep. And it's just so simple and beautiful. And then and then Felix's voice on top. <laughs> I'm so glad they grabbed sort of a young artist to be that voice of that yeah. record because you could easily see them bringing somebody in like like a Raphael Sadiq. But uh, 
I think Felix's voice is just perfect for this record. You know what it reminds me of real quick, just just to, yeah, yeah. not to cut you, but when you said that, Please you do. just made, immediately made me think of um, Quincy Jones and just how Quincy Jones, yeah. Jones approached popular music, which is like he had the best musicians and vocals in the world, but it was never complicated. It was just like keep it simple, keep it keep it soulful, keep it yeah, funky, absolutely, and just in from the heart, you know. That, that's it. It's just like I was amazed it was so simple. And I was like, at first, I was like, should it be this simple? I'm like, yeah, yeah. I mean, like the, these players are like, you know, you listen to a Kamasi Washington record and it goes on forever, and it's it's beautiful. But like sometimes it's not always easy, easily uh, digestible. But yeah. this record, this is like you can. You can sip it all day long. Yeah, very smooth. Yeah. Yeah. And then the the last one for me is Salt. This sort of, like you said, this mystery group. Like, you, you try to read about it, and you, you can't really find out much about them. They had two records that came out this year. It's, it's Black mm. Is and Rise are the two records that came I out. See. I mean, they're very similar. The one I kind of listen to the most, though, is Black Is, and it's, you know, this sort of, you know, like you said, protest concept album. And it makes me kind of think back to, like, a um, Marvin Gaye's What's Going On. Mm -hmm. Not that they sound similar, but just sort of the concept of this protest record and how they're weaving in sort of these, uh, you know, neo-soul sort of singing with sort of hip-hop breakbeats and African rhythms. The only name that, when I did some research, that came up, I think uh, Michael Kiwanuka is on one of these tracks. Oh. So he's got some sort of involvement. I don't know. I don't know how heavy it is, but he's on one of the tracks, and you know, he he's obviously uh, a singer, much uh, in the um, lineage of sort of a Marvin Gaye and Donny Hathaway. So I yeah. think this would probably be my my top record of the year. Wow! Bold statement. Yeah. Bold yeah. statement from Super Producer Justin Mayer. You know what I like about a lot of what we we, we just talked about is that it is a. Um, shift towards more collectivity you know and that's always been apparent but i think that you know because of capitalism because of the industry because of you know ego i think that you know it's hard to stay in a collective it's hard to stay in a group and a lot of our favorite records this year come from collectives you know yeah. come yeah. out of the context yeah. or inside of communities and i think that i think that's very exciting because i think you know steel sharpens steel and i think we've seen historically you know you think of native tongues you think of you know the boot camp click you think of Def Squad, you think of, you know, collectives that have existed prior and, you know, how they've inspired and continue to inspire one another. And so that's exciting about this moment, too. Much like the same old New School Collective. Uh, hey. <laughs> yeah. What sure. is the sound of one voice talking to himself on a podcast? It's, it's Mark Maron's WTF, the first 17 oh. minutes of it. <laughs> anyway. Wow. Well, fellas, uh, it has been a great year of music. I'm very excited for 2021 and, and more episodes of this show with you. And to those of you who are listening, please continue stick with us. Backtrack. If you want to hear us speak on some of these records earlier, you can find all the episodes wherever you do your streaming. Uh, just go to um, Vocalo Radio and look for Same Old New School. Follow us on Instagram at Same Old New School. We are Kevin Cole, Idris Goodwin, Super Producer Justin Mayer. This is the Same Old New School on Vocalo Radio. Have a great holiday season. Peace.